1: Hello everybody. Welcome back to the Always Arsenal show. Wow, we've got so much to talk about and I so wish I was doing a post-game show from last night. But let's let's talk about that in a moment when I introduce my special guest, Jordan Jarrett <laughs> Bryan. Welcome to the Always Arsenal show.
0: Hey, how are you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm good. So currently, just before we went on air to tell everyone that uh, you're in the TalkSport studios. You've got 40 minutes with me,
0: Max. I, I, I do, yes. Because um, you're
1: going to go and do your show, I've, aren't you?
0: I've got my show, Sports Bar 10 to 1. So if you're if you're up through the night or up tonight, uh, tune in to TalkSport.com or on the app, uh, 10 to 1. Me and Carl and Cole. Oh, we're, we're, good. We're, we're, we're doing three hours here. Yeah, we're going to have some fun tonight on the show.
1: I might come on and yeah. say hello.
0: Come um, on, come on. Come
1: on. I haven't been on TalkSport <laughs> for ages. Anyway, welcome to everybody that's watching. I really don't know where to start, start Jordan, because I was going to start with all about you, but I think <laughs> it would be a little bit remiss of me <laughs> to not mention last night's match. Now, of
0: course.
1: I was due to be there because, obviously, I've got a season ticket. He's stand-up a girl. And, hmm... Mm, Life got in the way and I couldn't go. My other half's got a season ticket as well. And he basically, he went and the first half I I was, you know, okay, wasn't great, was it? And Mm. then Jordan, wow, just wow. I mean, come on, give me your take on it.
0: It it, it was brilliant. I was actually, I was at an event yesterday, so I couldn't go either. But just before I went into the event, we we went 1-0 down. So i got no vacation So we won nil. So I thought, like, oh God. Okay, it's early. Plenty of time to come back to the game. I went into the event. I was in the event for an hour and a bit. And then um I finished what I was doing at the event. I checked my phone and there was no more updates. So I was like, oh, we look, we, we lost one, we lost one nil. Really got really upset. Left the building and worked out there was no reception inside the building where I was. So then all the like notifications came through and I saw one one. I was like, oh great, we got a point. Great. <laughs> yeah.
1: next,
0: next one came through. Two one. We won it. So I'm screaming in the streets of Hackney. Um, you know, like some crazy man. Really, really, really happy. Really great win. Um, I've been really critical of players like um Pepe, who I'm not convinced by, but he was brilliant. He was when he came on, um, I thought he was really impactful, really impressive. Lacazette's got a lot of flak recently, some of it rightly so. Um, but for me, I thought he played like a captain. I think he led like a captain, didn't stop. I'm not quite sure how he scored that goal. It was a really weird finish. Mm. If you look at it again... It, it's uh, an own goal, isn't from, it? It is an own goal. But even the way he strikes it was a bit yeah. weird. But but anyway, we've got the win. And what I think that has done now is that has now put the pressure on City... Oh, sorry, City. United and Spurs. What we've got to do is just defer the, the, the further pressure to them. Because we're not playing this weekend. So it's very much a case for me now of... Spurs, over to you. Man United, over to you. Can you handle the pressure? We've done our business. We've done our job. Mm. Can you now do yours? So it was a massive win. And Wolves, first of all, were decent. Wolves are no mugs. So to do the to do double over them within, within a month, I think that's um, the boys deserve a lot of credit. And Mikel Arteta, who a lot of people were very critical of, I think he deserves a lot of credit as well. So great win for the boys. And, yeah, buzzing, really buzzing.
1: I mean, <clears throat> as a football fan, Jordan... As a football fan, those are the those are the moments that we live for. Yep. Yeah, you're one nil down at yeah. home. Th- these games are very, very important. I've called everyone a cup final until you know we've now got 14 cup finals. Mm-hmm. Um to to go one-nil down, wolves were a ridiculously time-wasting. Um it came back to bite them in the bum, it, it, didn't it? It
0: backfired. It did, it did.
1: But when but when, so last week's show, we had Danny and Melvin on and we were talking about Pepe and I said, I bet you any money's come back hungrier. The next day, Arteta said he's come back hungrier. Not mm-hmm. that I know anything. <laughs>
0: <I've got inside laughs> info. Have you got an of there? Uh, no, and, uh... I don't know anything. I love it when people ask me about transfers. <laughs>
1: I'm just a normal fan. Um, yeah. And I had this feeling, he, he, he the second half of the season's normally when he comes alive. I like Pepe. I've rated Pepe, I've supported Pepe, he doesn't give us enough. So I was over the moon for him last night. So we bring on Pepe and I said bring on Pepe and I said take off lacquer, funny enough, and mm. keep and put Martinelli up top. Funny enough, Arteta didn't listen to me and he brought on, he took off Martinelli. Mm. Now, Pepe just gives us a bit of something different, a bit of excitement, a bit of speed a bit of trickery, you know, he can make things happen when he's on his game. And boy, was he on his game night. it was such a beautiful goal it was. set up by Eddie, wasn't it, I think? It was, Eddie yeah. Set yeah. Up. Now, one all. we're all thinking, well, I am. Wow. <laughs> we mm. take a point. You know, yeah. we haven't played that great tonight. We haven't been a, a terrible, um, and one of my players of the night was Erdegaard, who was just everywhere.
0: He was brilliant.
1: Um, he was brilliant was when, right, so you're at 94 minutes. They're time wasting. I actually thought we should have had 10 minutes extra, Jordan, anyway. (laughs) They're time wasting. We score in the 95th minute. It is just karma, I'm afraid. Mm -hmm. Absolute karma. Now, I would have normally have been there and I'd have experienced that. I was at home watching and went mental. So I know the whole ground, no, not many left. Um, and most fans were, you know, supporting them at the end, mm. clapping them. What a moment, eh? And I can remember back, and I was thinking about this today, what other moments have we had like that?
0: I, I'm it's so I'm glad, glad you mentioned that because I was doing a podcast this morning and I made the point of the Emirates. We've been there over 10 years now. I can only think of really four memorable night of the Emirates. Four memorable results. Oh,
1: really? Okay, go
0: on. One, the Henry goal against Man United, 2-1, a buay cross. I think it was a 90th minute header from yeah. Henri. That was a big, big moment of the Emirates. The Henry goal on the return against Leeds United in the Cup, where he curls it. His first game back for Arsenal, after mm-hmm. leaving us and coming back. That was a huge game at the Emirates for us. The third one was the Welbeck header against Leicester. Uh, that's
1: my one. Yeah, I was going to mention that was that.
0: a massive day in that, the Emirates,
1: and do you know that was Valentine's
0: Day. It was. I, never, I remember. I remember. And
1: I couldn't even concentrate when I got home. <laughs> I like, yeah, I was. It, my boyfriend at the time was a Chelsea fan. I was like, I, I can't even begin. We're going to win the league. This is it. Yeah, We're going to win the I league. Think we, we all, all thought, that. and he scores in the last seconds. Welbeck and against Leicester, wasn't it? It was incredible. He was, yeah, yeah. But those are the moments, Jordan, they aren't are. they? They that, are, that, and that's,
0: and, that's and I what we think last for. month. Last night might prove to be, I think, a significant moment at the Emirates because if we've got the three points, the 95th minute against a good team, if we get fourth, I think we'll look back as that being one of the handful of pivotal moments during the season um, that really was significant. And you mentioned Pepe as well. I'm still not convinced about Pepe. I think he's a decent player. I don't think he's anything special. But in the last game where he came on, he was brilliant. Uh, Who was the last game against? Was it the uh, last game? Uh, Brentford. Yeah. Brentford? Brentford. He was brilliant in that game. Yeah. And, and And against Wolves again, he was brilliant and got a goal and assist. So I, I'm not convinced by him, but fair play to him. I thought even that time he came on, I would have given him out of the match. I thought Odegaard yep. was brilliant. But yeah. I thought his impact and what he did in that time I thought was great. So yeah, I thought Pepe was 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 phenomenal. And I think as an Arsenal fan, I would have loved to have been there last night because as you say, those are the nights that you really live for as a as a football fan. Late goals, late winners that actually mean something. So yeah, it was a great night.
1: One one goal you've missed that I was thinking about was but you might not have been born. Alan Sunderland, nineteen seventy nine Cup Final against United, when he scored.
0: Oh no! I, oh no! I was saying Emirates nights. Oh, I was Emirates saying at, at, okay. the Emirates, at the Emirates the no, Emirates. No, no, no. Pre-Emirates, there's been there's been a catalogue of iconic goals for sure for Arsenal, but the Emirates there's not been that many goals that have felt like you. Do you know what I mean? Emirates is is a memorable night. I think I can only think of three prior to last what night. What
1: about um? um... Wasn't the place rocking when we played Napoli? Uh, it do you was. Remember, I think we were rocking. I look, you. I can go back to hybrid days. I mean, look, you know, mm. nothing will ever be <laughs> Mickey Thomas in the no. last seconds at Anfield. No. We know that. No. I'm, not, yeah. I'm trying not to mention Anfield '89 every time I do my show, but yeah. um, it was. You know what? It was. It's so incredible because you wake up this morning and you go. I'm not. aiming for fourth. I said this. I'm mm. aiming for third. If we win oh, all wow. our games, why not? <laughs> we can get it.
0: <laughs> I, I, I don't know about third. I, I'm not convinced we will win a enough games.
1: No, but and
0: Chelsea will lose <laughs> enough games to, to to get third. I don't think. I'm still not convinced we'll get fourth yet. I still think United no, are our favorites. But I would say it like this. I think it's us to lose. I think us Spurs oh, yeah, United yeah, all have problems. I think of the three clubs, we have the least amount of problems. I think we have the least amount of issues um, of the three clubs. So I think it's ours to lose. I think we've got it in our hands and it's ours to lose. But I'm still not all in yet by saying that we will get fourth. I still think United, as bad as they are, there's something about them that I think they can they can, you know, shoot their way to 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 to, to fourth. But um but so far you know it's in our hands and we're in the mix. That's, you that's know,
1: there's going to be ups and downs. Of course. Well, at 1-0 yeah. down last night, we thought this is one of the downs, you know, um, after Tottenham losing at Burnley, because not everyone can do it on a cold Wednesday night in Burnley, can they? <laughs> um, it's Thursday. But anyway, moving on, we don't mention them on our... Uh...
0: <laughs>
1: so, Jordan, let's talk about you, because this yes. is the show for you, and we haven't got you long. Oh. So, how did you get into Arsenal? What, what made you Ooh. support them?
0: So, what made me support Arsenal was when I was young. My a friend of my dad was a very big Arsenal fan, and I used to often get sent to his house. and He had a son that was a year older than me, so we were about uh, five, six at the time. so We used to hang out, but his dad always used to watch Arsenal. He was an Arsenal nut, absolute Arsenal nut. And I guess I was kind of conditioned just because every time I went to the house. Arsenal was on the TV. (laughs) It was just on the, this is like Mm -hmm. the mid, mid to late, this is like the mid to late 80s. Um, They were just on the TV. And I guess I was indoctrinated to watch Arsenal because wherever I went, Arsenal was on TV. But the other reason that kind of confirmed it for me was Ian Wright. Mm -hmm. I I, when Ian Wright signed for Arsenal in 92, 91, 91 I think it was. That for me was like, this is my team. Because Ian Wright reminded me of the black men that were in my life. He had a gold tooth. He was flamboyant. He did the the bogle dance when he scored a goal. He was was outspoken. He reminded me of the black men that were in my life. And Mm. and I could resonate with him. Mm. Also the fact that around that time, as you well know, I could look at Arsenal Football Club. And we had about five or six prominent black men in our team. Michael Thomas, Kevin Campbell, Paul Davis, Ian Wright. Um David Rocastle. Uh, David Rocastle. Um I'm forgetting somebody else, but we had we had there was a core group of men that just looked like me and my family. And I think people shouldn't underestimate how looking someone looking like you can draw you to them. And, and a sport that was still is played by mainly white people in this country, having a team that was half a team of black, that made a big impact for me. And you know, Arsenal weren't a great team then, we were very much a cup <coughs> team then, a bit like yeah. where we are now actually. But that wasn't whether we won or lost. That wasn't really important to me. What was important to me was this was a team that had a little bit of sauce. This team had a little bit of the kit. I like the kit. You know what I mean? Ian Wright was just a bad boy, and I, I liked that. And um, it, that, that was that's what drew me drew me to Arsenal. Then we won a couple of cups in 92, 93, uh, 94 even. Um, and yeah, that 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 for me was I was all in. I was all in. But my my love for Arsenal started, I think the late 80s and it was solidified in the early 90s and I've loved this team ever since. I've fallen out of love a little bit with football over the last 5-10 years for various reasons. Lack of personalities, VAR, the amount yeah. of money that I think affects football. Yeah. Um, my team, Arsenal, our team, not being great in the last 15 years. Um, but, my, but but Arsenal have always been the team that I, I will follow and watch and support with, with, with passion because I believe our time will come again. We're just going the long way around about it.
1: (laughs) I've just asked the people in the chat how they become playing FIFA 97, Jeffrey Werner. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I I just think everyone's like me and they just follow because of their their dads. It's so weird that people like you for different reasons. It's so interesting. So Matt G said Arsenal were the only team where players looked like me when I was in school. Ian Wright was a massive part of my love of Arsenal. So it's exactly what you were saying. It's, yep. it's really interesting and obviously it, I mean I'm a woman so no one's going to resonate with me but it, it, mine mine came down from my dad which we did a show on a few weeks ago um, and it's so interesting okay so let's talk about your favourite ever game that you've ever Ooh.
0: watched favourite Arsenal game wow I should have asked no, you me.
1: this um, on an email
0: that's <laughs> no, alright I like being on the spot um... so <laughs> I really off the top of my head, I I really, really enjoyed the 1-0 win at Old Trafford to clinch the title. That game for me was a was a phenomenal game because we wasn't brilliant, but we were threatening. We we were defensively solid, and we were just the best team in the country. And a bit like Anfield to go to then you know, the biggest, the other biggest team in the country, and not only get the point we needed, but to win at Old Trafford, keep a clean sheet. I just thought it was a phenomenal, iconic and symbolic period for, for, for Arsene Wenger. I think that was when he he was crowned for me the best manager in the country. All right, Ferguson, over his longevity, superseded him. But that two or three year period, Arsene Wenger was at least on par with Ferguson and that year, arguably ahead of him. And that 1-0 win for me was, I just remember it being a really, I like watching Arsenal when I know what I'm getting. And that was a game I remember watching and thinking, we're not losing this game. We're not We're not losing this game. We might not win it, but they're not going to beat us. And I, I loved it. And then for us to go win the game, the iconic Wenger celebrations on the side with the big long coat, Pat Rice next to him, doing his nut. Um, it, it was just a really really enjoyable game not because it was free-flowing and it was sexy football but it was just the arsenal that i want to get back hard to be can go away to top teams and get and get wins um you know a will tour to get the goal and that game was without henri and i think burkham i think omri was injured and i think burkham was suspended so that made it even more sweeter as well so that up top of my head was a game that i i, I remember really enjoying really really having fun with
1: Okay, <clears throat> let's go to the other side. What's your worst memory?
0: Uh, right, that's, that's an easy one. <laughs> Do you remember the game? Oh, I think it was 2012. Um, we went to Anfield and lost 5 1. And we were 4 0 down after like oh, 24 minutes.
1: Are you talking about Robbie Fowler?
0: No, no. Well, oh, after, not that, that one. Bad. No, this was this was Suarez, Sturridge, and uh, oh. I think Coutinho played in that game. of Sterling. We were four nil down after I think half an hour, and all four goals came in like a, I think it was a fifteen minute period. It was so bad. It was four 0 at half time. Amanda, we should have been eight or nine down. And I'm not just <laughs> saying that like half chances. Mm. They hit the bar twice. I think there's one off the line. They were absolutely... I remember being at work. I had to do, do, do that game for work, and I remember just sitting at work thinking, "Oh my god, I'm, I'm physically scarred, well, physically, but I'm mentally scarred from that game because I've never seen my team. I've seen my team get battered. I've seen my team get embarrassed, but that felt another level. That was something that I would never ever forget. Um, it was Arsenal. I think at their lowest. We just literally it was men against boys.
1: What the wor- it was almost wor-
0: unfair. <clears> throat>
1: throat> Worse than the eight two.
0: It was because it, the 8-2, it always feels worse when you, you get you get battered, but you know in your heart of hearts, despite getting battered, it should have been double. Whereas United had, a, in that 8-2 game, 10 goal-scoring chances yeah. and scored eight. So we were awful, shocking. The scoreline in itself is headline humiliating. I get that. But that Liverpool game... I just, in a 20-minute period, we couldn't get out of our box, Amanda. Not even half. We couldn't, yeah. we couldn't get out of our box. And I just remember thinking, wow, this was peak Suarez, peak Sturridge. Sterling was a young a young buck at the time. I just remember that was, the, it was the ultimate humiliation. And I just remember half-time thinking, it's 4-0, it could be 10. And people say, See, people say that, oh, it could be so-and-so. It literally could have and should have been 10. So that game for me is the one that, in my mind, just I, I can't get it out. And I've, whenever we go to the go to Anfield, I mean, we've battered at Anfield since a few times, <laughs> but that beating for some reason felt it felt worse. It felt a lot worse. I, I
1: talking about Anfield, been quite a few times in the in the last ten years, and
0: mm.
1: I, I'm just thank God. See, I'm talking about the other game when Robbie Fowler scores a hat trick in about three I minutes. That. That, I that, that for me, I think the word appalling just. It's just so hard to watch your team. And talking about that, I was reading someone's tweet today. So interesting when they were saying about we live for these moments,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and unless you're a football fan, you don't get it. Mm-hmm. I met someone the other day, a bloke, who wasn't into football, mm. and I find that weird. <laughs> I found that a bit weird. But obviously, not everyone's into football, but. It was, it was really interesting because a lot of my friends actually say, oh, for God's sake, it's just people kicking a ball on a pitch. Yeah. And we dedicate 24-7 to the love of our life, football, yes. the Arsenal, yeah? Yes. And I remember I was reading the comments today thinking, we really do. It, it, it's yeah. like, you know, like someone, you know, Change, you know, you can't change your color, you can't change your religion. You, sorry, you can change your religion, you can't change your color, you can't change color, mm. and you can't change mm. your football team. That is yeah. it. You just, yeah. that's it. Yeah. You do not change yeah. football teams. Although I ha- I do know someone that did that weirdly, and I mm. it, it doesn't comprehend in my mind. It's like a religion, you know, like, yeah, yeah
0: you stick with but it. it.
1: But unless you're a football fan, you don't get it. But,
0: and it's the same way I don't understand when people, <clears throat> like, you know, Uh, I don't know, they love Love Island or they love (laughs) cars. I I, I don't get it. I'm like, how can you invest so much time into these things or these people? I don't get it. But then, as you said, I'd be at work and other people where I work, they don't understand. As you said, it's just kicking a ball around. All right, for 90 minutes, we get it. You're involved. But afterwards, move on. But we can't move on because it's it's, it's more than just 90 minutes. And And I was like, okay. So that's how I understand how other people have, obsessions about things that I'm like I literally couldn't give a damn about that sort of thing but then I flip it and think that's how they feel about football. Yes. They don't understand why we do what yes. we do and spend the money we spend.
1: I love reality shows. I am queen reality. I'm loving Married at First Sight. I love Love Island <laughs> and my other half hates it. Hates. Yeah. But we love football and I said look that's yes. just the other thing that I love in my life. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but it's, it's so interesting because I never really thought about it because I've obviously supported Arsenal since I've been born, which was 53 mm. years ago. Well, 50, mm. I'm 53 in July, but 52 years ago. And, mm. and you think I don't know anything different? When yes. my friends were going shopping on a Saturday as a teenager, I was at Highbury. Yes,
0: I wanted yes. to be at
1: Highbury. So I, yes, I, and and. And someone actually once said to me, there was only two girls ever at Highbury and Maria that I ever saw. It was you, yes. another girl, and Maria. And I said, yes. yeah, in the late 80s, it started. It became fashionable when it became yeah. fashionable, didn't it? But yeah, um, yeah. no, no, it's just so interesting. So your life as a <clears throat> Channel 4 news report, sports news reporter and hmm. sport, when do, can you be biased or do you have to say,
0: <laughs> like,
1: you know... I have, I have
0: to be I have to be very fair and neutral as, as a journalist I have to be impartial. Um, my job is to deliver my job is to deliver the news and the yeah. facts of the day, um, good good bad or ugly. Um, I've covered Arsenal on many occasions. Um, when we've won stuff and when we've lost stuff, and it's you know I'm i I think I'm quite good at compartmentalizing the emotions of beating Spurs four two or well. losing to. City, 5-1 or whatever it may be. i just kind of yeah. focusing on the job in hand. You have hand. to be professional,
1: um, don't you? you? You do. If you were um, reporting on Wednesday night when they played Burnley, how would you have done that? <laughs> I,
0: again, I've got to just tell the facts. The facts are they lost 1-0. <laughs> I didn't think actually Tottenham played that bad. I didn't think they played that poorly and I would have reflected that in my report. I've just got to call it as it is. Yes, you're going to get some people. You know, I've had people say... I'm, I'll be on. I'll be on tonight, and we're going dis- to discuss tomorrow's game: Tottenham versus Leeds. It's a big game for both clubs. Yeah. And, I, and whatever I say, I'm going to get battered. If I say Spurs can win that game, I'll have the Arsenal lot saying, oh, you're a traitor. You're just you're sucking up <laughs> to the Spurs fans." If I say I think Spurs are going to get battered tomorrow, leads there'll be a reaction from Leeds. Then the Spurs fans will say, "Oh, you're biased. You would say Arsenal. that you're Arsenal." Yeah. So I, I don't. I've I've learned to care less. I just call it as it is. I think Spurs will win tomorrow for what it's worth. But I would happily say, and I have happily said, games where I think Spurs are going to lose. So for me, I, I've, I've kind of moved on past what people think. I know that I'm giving my honest opinion. If I'm chatting to you in the WhatsApp groups or offline, yeah, yeah we'd have a bit of banter and I might I might chuck it a bit more. But When I'm on radio, when I'm on television, when I'm writing, I know that the credibility of work yeah. will be eaten into if people think, there's a bias Jarrett, but they won't take me seriously. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. um, I have to be impartial. I have to um, be honest and down the line. And it's hard sometimes, believe me, it's very hard. Um, I mean, when I first started reporting on Arsenal, if anything, people said I was too hard on Arsenal because maybe I was overcompensating to not want to seem like I was being biased. Maybe I went too far the other way and I was being... And a little bit harsh on Arsenal. I don't know, but I think I've got the balance right. When Arsenal deserve a kick in, believe me, I'll give them a kick in. Oh, when yeah. they deserve praise, I'll give them I'll be the first one giving them praise.
1: But if I was a reporter and I was reporting and Spurs had lost, I don't <laughs> I be oh, yeah, I'm wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's hard, <laughs> believe me. It's very, very hard. <laughs> oh,
1: well, I'd like to say hello to everyone in the chat room. Thank you for all your comments. Hey. So we're going to do something a little bit different. Once Jar- um, Jared, sorry, He's once Jordan goes. Jordan. <laughs> Jordan, Jared. Yes, because it's your middle name, isn't it, Jared? Uh, um Once uh, Jordan goes, because he's going to have to go in about 10, 15 minutes, I'm going to keep this short. I'm just going to be answering your questions and talking about stuff because I'm just going to fill the show for a little bit. Um, But let's move on, Jordan. Talk to Mm. me about Black Academic, your online platform.
0: Yeah, Black Academic. So I've been working in the media now for 25 years as, as a journalist. And I've been a broadcast journalist working in television and radio now for nearly 15 years, about 13, 14 years. And I just noticed, Amanda, that uh, this was about five years ago. I still wasn't seeing enough representation of Black people in mainstream media mm. across the board. We're well represented in terms of sports, entertainment—you know, rappers and athletes and dancers and singers—and I mean, we're great at those things as Black people. Yeah. But I was thinking, in my circles, the people that I know—I know Black lawyers, I know Black doctors, I know yeah. Black businessmen and women. Wh- I know Black pilots. Why are we not seeing these people in the mainstream? I just thought you know what the mainstream isn't gonna isn't gonna change anytime soon so i'm not a complainer i'm not a moaner if you see a problem i'm very much do something about it so i set up a platform where we have uh discussions and talk shows around issues pertaining to black culture and black community it's not mm-hmm. just for black people everybody watches our shows um and i encourage everybody to check in and check out and w- watch our stuff but it was basically just try and get a better representation of of our platform really and, and of our people um a way that you don't necessarily see um in the mainstream and it's getting better in the mainstream but it's still not good enough and yeah i'm on i'm on Talksport, i'm on channel four but there's not enough of us i think coming through and i just think black academic was set up to just give an alternative perspective of the the, the plethora of things that black people do so if you go to our, our platforms you have a website blackademic.com it's spelled a bit different b-l-a-k-a D E M I K, so Blacker yeah. with no C, Blackademic. Um, you can check out all of our shows and, and our and our and our our content. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter. Um, and yeah, that, that's kind of it was driven by wanting to make a change and represent my people, man, in in a way that I know that we can shine. I just wasn't seeing that in the mainstream, so I just thought, sure, let me just do something and show the world that we're not all footballers and, and rappers you know no, there's, a, there's a lot more to us as well so that's what drove it really
1: it's a shame that you have to of course it
0: is of course such it shame. is of course it is but and, and we're, we're getting there
1: no and good for you it sounds a fantastic platform really does
0: yeah, it, it's just it's, such it's, a shame and
1: you know you look at obviously we you know we're not going to get polit- political on this show but what's going on in the world at the moment is I, you know what, I just would like to reach out and just say to everyone to stay safe be well. Oh, it's just awful and you it's know tough. they've had the um the Russians have had the China uh, Champions League final moved. Yeah. You know what I feel sad about all of this is that I'm sure 99% of the Russian people don't want this. Yeah. They just don't want this probably more. Yeah. And they they're, they're going to be it's just an awful world at the moment. So we have to, you know, support everyone be mm-hmm. kind as well, because there's going to be a lot of a lot of sad news coming over in the next few months. And, oh, God. Anyway, I f- let's... I, f- it, I,
0: fear it will, I fear it will get a lot worse before it gets better, yeah. unfortunately. Um, so, yeah.
1: I know. Such a shame. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, we've got you for another 10 minutes max. You got me. Right? You got me. You got me. You got me. Let's move on and talk about where you think we're going to end up. But, first of all, Watford, Sunday mm-hmm. week, another mm-hmm. cup final, game 14. Yes. I sound like American now. Then I game. <laughs> beat. Um, Two p.m. kickoff on the sixth of March. Watford away. Um, not going to be an easy game. <laughs> no game's easy anyway for us. What's your prediction? And where do you think we're going to end up?
0: I think it's difficult to predict because it's so far away. It's another week away, so a lot can happen. Is, is it Tuesday, the game? Sorry, is, is game one When is the Sunday game? Week. I mean, Sunday, Sunday
1: week. Sunday week, yeah. We've okay, got like yeah. 10 days off, have so or something? Exactly. So,
0: yeah. So, it's a while away now. So, it's hard to make predictions. Mm-hmm. If the game was tomorrow, I'd predict an Arsenal win. I think we're in a good run of form. I think we defensively are very solid and organised. Mm-hmm. I think we've got a settled 10 slash 11. I think we've got a team that are buying into our manager. I think we've got young players who are bouncing off each other. One of the interesting things about the Wolves game was that, one of the few times this season, it was actually our experienced players that got us over the line, rather than our youngsters. I actually thought that Saka and Martinelli were quite poor against Wolves. Mm. But I thought Xhaka, Lacazette um, uh, and Odegaard, I know he's young, but he's quite experienced. I thought those were the three that actually, and part yeah. those were the four that actually were, were impressive for me. Yeah. So I think we've got that nice mix of... Um, experience uh, stepping up when it's when, you know when it's needed, or young players <laughs> coming through when it's needed. I think we've got Lacazette with a goal. Hopefully that will kick him on. Now we've got good competition. You know, my boy, my favorite player at Arsenal right now, Tomiyasu. I love that guy. Yeah. You know, he's not been in the team for the last two or three games, and we've been okay. So I'm not a big fan of Suarez. I think he's okay, but as a backup, he's doing a job. We're seeing on the left, and Millsmith Smith Rowe can't even get in the team. He's our top scorer. I like that. So we've got competition in places as well. So I'm really confident that we'll win that game.
1: So Tracy's just put a good point. What do you reckon? Mm. Almost too much time to prepare. I
0: I agree. And it's, it's a really good point because everyone was lauding Arsenal for getting the Spurs game called off. I wasn't. I thought it was I thought a, it was really poor from Arsenal. I thought it was really bad um, gamesmanship. They didn't break any rules. But I thought I was really angry with Arsenal. I, I criticised Arsenal for doing that. But one of the things I actually thought would backfire was what did backfire. We had so much time off. We lost, I think we lost our next two games. We lost in the, both, the, I guess, Liverpool. I think it was the second leg we lost. And then we lost to Forest, all within a space of a few days. So I think sometimes having time off can benefit us. And not being in Europe, I think it's benefiting us. Mm. But as, as Tracy says, so having too much time off sometimes, you can go cold. You can go cold. Imagine after last night. If you're an Arsenal player, you want to play tonight. You want yeah. to play now. Yeah, you've yeah. now got to wait 12 days, or yeah. 12, yeah, however long it is, eight days, ten days, to play again. So by the time the Watford game comes around, you've you've uh, you've settled. So I think it's a really good point about you, having the right amount of time between games, I think, is key. And having too big a gap, I think, can backfire.
1: Mm. I know. I, I. It's a shame, isn't it, that we're not sort of playing, say, Sunday or Monday, because yes. the momentum's with us. Totally. The fans are with us. J- totally. Just touching back on something that you said. Mm. Um, I'm very pro Arteta and have been since day one. Okay. Yep, same. I'm not saying he hasn't made mistakes, but but no one's perfect. But I feel what he's done gradually, he's got rid of what we needed to get rid of. Mm-hmm. He's brought the young players on. Yeah. Anyone with any brains can see there's massive team spirit there. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're playing for the manager. Where other, Where yeah. You know, I've got quite a few people I know that are very much I'll out. I, I find it yeah. a bit odd. Um, you need to support him. He's trying his best. We have a massive chance of getting Champions League football back. And he's done that. Yeah. S- the summer is going to be a massive transfer window for us. We must Jordan, we must buy a striker.
0: Or we need we three. Need, yeah, we need three. <laughs> we need we three strikers because Lacazette's going and Eddie's going. <laughs>
1: the thing three. is, Lacquer, I'm sad about Lacquer because he works so frigging damn hard for mm. that team. The front of goal not so good, and we need someone to put the ball in the back of net. Mm. So, Arteta, in or out for you?
0: I want. You said you wanted Arteta from from the get go. Yeah. I wanted Arteta when Wenger left. I was the only mm. person on the planet that I wanted. I mean, almost, we, we, I know for a fact, we almost appointed him yeah. and the board, the last minute bottled it and went for Emery more experience. I wanted Arteta before we got him. So I've always been Arteta winner. And like you, Arteta's is not perfect. He has no. made, there've been some games and some things he's done. I don't Subs, like, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't like how he's dealing with how he dealt with Saliba. I find that whole situation very, very weird. Um, some of his substitutions, some of his tactics, some of his interviews. I, I'm not I, I, a lot of it I don't like, so I'm not completely blinded to Arteta. I've called him out when I think he needs to be called out. However, you can't praise Emil Smith Rowe and his development and not praise Arteta. You mm-hmm. can't praise the development of Saka and also not praise Arteta. You can't not praise Gabriel Martinelli, um, uh, Tomiyasu, the signings, the, the spirit, as you mentioned, all those things. If, there was, if that was all going poorly, the transfer window in the summer was poor, you would rightly criticise Arteta. So if it's going well, it's only fair to give him a lot of the praise as well. I think he, as you mentioned, has garnered a team spirit. He's got Arsenal within touching distance now, I think, of getting top four, which I think, from the club's perspective, is 12 months early. I think the club would have taken mm. European football this year, mm-hmm. top six, and then kicked on again next year. Yeah, yeah. So I think he's, he's he's arguably accelerated the process by twelve months, by a whole season. If he gets fourth this season, I heard Kundi on the on the station on Talksport last night saying, if Arteta gets top four, he should be in the conversation for manager of the year. And I don't think it's a crazy shout. I don't think no. he should get manager of the year, but I think he's in the conversation manager of the year. So I, I I'm I'm a big fan of his. I see flaws. He's learning. He'll make mistakes. Um, but to your point about clearing decks, that for me was was really important. I didn't criticise him for not bringing in players in January because for him, he knew who he wanted and he couldn't get those players. So rather than do what we've done the last few years, where we've just signed and signed and then got bogged down to long-term contracts and people not being able to move them on. He said, no, we've only got one game a week. We don't need a big squad between now and May. We've mm-hmm. got enough to get us through till May. Let's take mm. what we've got. Let's, let's back what we've got. And it's clear decks. He's got mm. Bamiang off, off the wage bill. Yeah. This summer, he needs to get Bellerin off the wage bill. He needs to get Xhaka off the wage bill. And then we can start again. So I'm, I'm a big fan of Nikel Arteta. He's not without his faults. But um, I think if he gets top four, I don't say as an Arsenal fan, you can then be Arteta out. Because for me, he would have overachieved.
1: That, that's the other thing, isn't it? I mean, if we do nick top four, I was coming into this season going, please, God, we get fifth or sixth. Please, God. Top uh, don't, six. yeah. I don't I don't believe anyone's saying that they were going for top four, because I certainly wasn't. No. No. And it, it will be an overachievement, which would be amazing, incredible, brilliant. If we get top four, we then attract some really interesting players. Because it depends what you're looking at and how you look at Arteta, isn't it? How he's building this squad bit by bit, by bit. Definitely. And I'm still amazed that people are Arteta out. I've got someone in the um, chat room tonight. I can see it. I, I, I've obviously got no issues with you're entitled to your opinion. That's what football's about. All about opinions. No one's right or wrong. It's about opinions. But I just feel sometimes that he he gets he gets a hard time. You know, and I've got so Jordan. I, as I said to you before, I've got a lot of City mates. Yeah. Mm, when he mm-hmm. came to us, and I'm talking about City mates that don't know each other really.
0: Yeah.
1: They all said, "Oh my God, we're so upset Arteta's left us."
0: Same, same. So
1: upset, and they even today it. they say, "If you ever get rid, he's coming back to City." Yeah. This is Manchester were... City. This is Pep, yeah. and they want Arteta back. So I think sometimes we should appreciate him a little bit more. I, like you and I, we want him in, so that you know that's fine. Um, I think he's doing a very good job. Let's see what happens at the end of the season. We have to get European football. We have to. I,
0: I, I think at this point now, I, we, we, we're, we're waxing lyrical about Arteta and rightfully so. However, he has to finish the job. If yep. Arsenal now finish sixth, if they finish sixth, for me, his position then it becomes a conversation for me. Because from here... Jordan?
1: Jordan? Oh, I think we've lost Jordan. Let's see if I can get Jordan back. Um, if we can get him back into the stream, I will. So, everyone, I was just about to say goodbye to him anyway because he's got to go back to talk sport. Well, I'm now with you in the chat room. And if you can ask me any questions, if you want to discuss anything, but there's a couple of things I would like to say. So as you know, last night I was, um, no, Robert, it's not your Wi-Fi. I think it's Jordan. Such a shame. Um, I'll try and get him back in. So last night I was watching at home and I was on social media at certain points. Let me see if I can get him back in.
0: I was, was yes. I'm so sorry about that. I do have no idea what happened there. I was just you just, we just lost you at
1: Talksport headquarters. Um, sorry, I'll go back sorry. to my question when Jordan leaves. Um, yes, Arteta, <laughs> you were saying if he gets top six, I was just or saying,
0: I, I, I think from, from here on in, top four obviously great, great season. If he finishes, if he doesn't get top four, he has to get fifth and he's got to be just miss out on fourth because from here on in. If he doesn't get at least fifth, that means Spurs and United came above us. And that, for me, from here on in, is not acceptable. So I think if he finishes sixth, I think his position at the club should be a discussion. I'm not saying he should be fired, but I do. I do. Because I think from here on in, if Spurs and United overtake us, you've imploded. You've imploded. And I'm I'm thinking to myself, that is not acceptable. If one of them, i.e., United, finish above us, United should finish above us. They should. So for me, that's not a sackable offence. Spurs, no, I'm not, I can't have that. I can't have Spurs getting fourth and we finish fifth. That can't happen. Mm-hmm. So for me, for the for the, the great job he's done so far, he now has to finish the job. Now is the business squeaky bum end of the season where for me, you've got to really now lock it down. Because I don't want to be back on your show in six months' time if you have me back. I mean, we've blown it. Because that, for me, would not be befitting of a manager that is trying to take us in the right direction. That would be a manager that can put runs together. But ultimately, when it really matters, he can't get the job done. And I think the reason why a lot of people are Arteta out or not convinced by him is because they see it as asking the question, is Mikel Arteta the best manager that Arsenal Football Club can get? And they would say, no, he's not the best. So why have we got him? Mm. I would back him and support him on the job he's doing so far. But he now has to finish the job. He's got to finish the job now.
1: Okay, interesting. Matt G said, "I agree, Jordan. If Spurs finish above us with a worse team, than that's because Conte got them there." Well, let's yeah. hope <laughs> you're not coming back in six months. I want you back before the end of the season. Anytime. And, you want. and let's hope we're at least fourth. <laughs> I'm Fingers over crossed. Fingers Fourteen crossed. cup finals, Jordan. Fourteen cup finals I agree, to go. I agree, um, I agree. And I'm assuming you have to go now.
0: I do. I have to run, mm-hmm. um, but thank you very much for having me on your fantastic show. Um, anytime you want to come back on, I, w- I would. Um, I would love to come back on your show.
1: Oh, Jordan, thank you so much. I don't want you to go. I've so much more <laughs> I want to talk to you about, but I know you have a job to do. So you're on TalkSport at ten o'clock.
0: So yeah, after this fantastic show, people, if you tune in to TalkSport um, UK time, ten till one PM in the ten to one AM three-hour show. Um, tune in. Um, check me out on Twitter, check my website, blackademic.com. Um, and hit me up, man. Stay in touch. Up the oh, Arsenal.
1: Up the Arsenal, indeed. So I'd like to thank you so much for coming on, Jordan. You oh, are definitely you. coming back. Anytime let's, you want. Let's, let's hook up and let's get this full position. Let's, let's get into it. the Champions League.
0: Let's thank you it. so
1: much for joining me on the Always Arsenal Show. Anytime. Goodbye, Jordan.
0: Take care yourself. See you later, guys. Okay,
1: bye. Take care. Bye. 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 Oh, I love Jordan. Don't Did not want him to go. And now you're left with me for about 10 minutes. So let's hope. I want you to ask me questions as well. But I before when we lost him on his Wi-Fi issue, I was going to have a little rant. So I wasn't at the match last night. Due to be. Life got in the way. And I was at home. So, of course, you know, you dip in and out of social media. You're watching comments after goals have gone in. And I was really, really, really upset to see some gooners. Posting videos of a Bamiang scoring in Barcelona for Barcelona. I, I'm I was I was livid. We're 1-0 down. We should be concentrating our team. Good luck to Bamiang. Not bad words to say about him. He's at another team. He's not with us anymore. Why are you posting videos about an ex player of ours scoring? Are you an Arsenal fan to do that? Get in the bin. Next thing. I want in the bin, songs, songs at the Emirates. Okay, so many years ago, a friend of mine said to me, a rival fan, he said, why do you only always sing about Tottenham? And I was like, because that's what we do. Stand up if you hate Tottenham, Um, Now it's they get battered everywhere they go, blah, blah, blah. He said, it's really boring, you should be singing about your own players. And I took quite offense to that. But lately, I sort of agree now. I sit at the Emirates. I don't want to stand up if I hate Tottenham. We all hate Tottenham. We don't have to stand up. We just want to watch the match. If you're standing up, great. I don't stand up and watch a match. I'm in the East stand-upper. So can we just find some fantastic songs about our players? I mean, absolutely brilliant. Saka, Saka, Saka and ESR song. Love it. Absolutely love it. And when we left the Emirates, not the last, not Wolves because I wasn't there, but the Burnley game, they played it. It was absolutely brilliant. The song, we were all buzzing into it and everything. So, come on, you lot, find some songs that you know about the players that we can sing and not all Tottenham songs. So, we're playing Watford Sunday week. Um, my prediction is going to be 1 nil to the Arsenal, so that'll be Watford nil, Arsenal 1. Um, I think it's going to be a tough game. I, 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 I just have one of these thing feelings it's just going to be one of those games, but I think we'll come out winners. What's your predictions? Yes, Jeffrey Werner. We do need some more player songs. Absolutely. Um, that's good to hear. The Lacazette song was ringing after the game last night. Fantastic. That's exactly what we need. Absolutely what we need. I'm just trying to put your questions up. Um, seeing a lot of revisionist history about... Ube, Alba, some have forgotten he turned up late for the NLD, our captain, one of the most important games of the season. That, for me, was unforgivable. Matt, I'm with you, but I'm not here to talk bad about abameyang I just think move on. Um, correct. He is irrelevant to us now. So, um, come on, let's look at your predictions for next week. Am I a fan of Shaka? I've just got a love-hate relationship with him, <laughs> to be honest. I think most of us have. I think when he threw his jersey on the pitch that day, for me... I didn't want him at the club anymore, but people make mistakes. Um, I think at the moment, we need him in midfield um, with party. So we've got no choice really on that. Um, 2-0 to the Arsenal. Oh, Robert, okay. Arsenal 4, Watford 1. Wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't that be amazing? Um, Did anyone think last night that we should have got a penalty? Because I actually think that we should have got a penalty last night. I'm not shocked we don't get, because we just don't get penalties, do we? So, um, yeah. So, okay. So, Watford, I can't remember who we're playing after. So, let's have a look at some more. Matt, you think 3-0 to the Arsenal. Fantastic. Um, Yes, on penalty. Yeah, I thought so as well. Murph thought so as well. Um, I'd just like to say, oh, Tracy thought so as well. I would just like to say thank you to everyone for joining me. Um, I know there's many podcasts out there, much bigger than mine, um, but I really, really enjoy chatting with you all. I love finding out. and This is what I want you to tell me. Where are you all from in the world? Where are you all from? And I'll put that up. Oh, Were you screaming? Yeah, I was sitting there thinking, I think at the Emirates in my seat, I would have been screaming, but we just don't get them anymore, do we? Let's not go into that anyway. Right, so Avon Ted, we're playing Leicester, are we? Mm. Listen, we've got a going. game. That's just it. Tracy, my mate Tracy in Australia. What time is it, Tracy? Watford, New Arsenal 3. So we're all feeling really positive, aren't we? I hope it isn't one of those games. <laughs> I really do. I really don't. Merv's Adventures. VAR has not been kind to us. No, it hasn't, has it, Merv? And where are you from? Ah, Houston in Texas Howdy Oh, yes, Jeffrey! I know you're from Boston. Thank you for joining me. I've got loads of Americans tonight. That's so cool. Um, it's your afternoon there at the moment, isn't it, or evening coming up for dinner time? Tracy, who is in Australia eight eighteen a m Thank you for staying up or getting up um you 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 watching me with your coffee and your cereal, ah. <laughs> oh. Right, we've got East London, not far from me, Lemmington Spa, God, you're all from all over the place, that's fantastic. Oh, Matt, where are you? Course is exciting, South London. I really appreciate you all staying with me because I don't have another guest. It's just me, Princess Guna, guna girl, Amanda, whatever you want to call me. Right, let's have a look. Let's have a little chat. I don't think it was a penalty on Martinelli. Also got a big decision when White went over and Cody was through for a one-on-one with Ramsdale. We actually got the rub of the green with decisions from Atkinson. Okay, fair enough. Does anyone agree with GB? Coffee, no cereal. Good girl. (laughs) Ah, Garnaguna, Paris. Ah, Gay Paris. Lovely. Au revoir. Au revoir. No, not au revoir. What's hello in French? Oh, bonjour. Sorry, I'm having one of those nights, Garnaguna. Um, Elephant at Castle up the arsehole. (laughs) Oh, you've all been fantastic. Thank you so much for staying with me. Right, are you going to start asking me questions? Let's have a look. Matt G, who has been your player of the season so far? Oh, that's tough. You got Ramsdale. You got White and Gabrielle apart from what he did last night. Tommy S who I love. Not really midfield apart from Erdegaard. Saka. E S R. ESR, Saka, Erdegaard. God, I can't pick one. I really can't. But Ramsdale has just been phenomenal for us. Long may that um continue. Okay, Matt, who's your player of the season? Guys, who's your player of the season? Um, hey, you ever following a 31,000, we are still lucky. <laughs> oh <laughs> That's on Twitter. Um, what about when Atkinson got in our way then, seconds later, a card to Saka? Hmm. don't remember that part. Okay. Um, right, GB, have a great weekend. All got to run. And you, take care. So, everyone... Leno, Leno was on Leno was on the bench last night, wasn't he? But I saw him on the sideline. He was over the moon that when we scored. It, it's, do you know what? Last night was just incredible. Incredible. It, you know, you live, you do, you live for moments like that, don't you? Just absolutely fantastic. So coming up on some shows, we're gonna have fans on, we're gonna have a podcast round table. We're just, we're just gonna try and do some shows that are really interesting. And next week, if it comes off, I'm going to have a really good guest on. Not sure if he's free yet. Um, I'm waiting to see who your player of the season is so far. Come on, everyone. Right, Robert said, I have to go with ESR, player of the season, just adore him. I get that. I get that. Right, everyone, if you could press like, please, so I can come back for another week. If you'd like to subscribe to Same Old Arsenal on YouTube, They've got some brilliant shows out. The Monday night show was great with uh, Craig, Graham, Lee and Dan. That was fantastic. Foreman and a Mike will be back next week. I'll be back next week. And although we don't have um, a game next week when I'm back, I will be previewing the Watford show possibly Thursday night or Friday night next week. I will let you know. So I'm just going to put a few more of your bits up, your questions. ESR, your answers, Saka, fair enough. Everyone, thank you so much for staying with me, not leaving me on my own. It's just so lovely to have you in the chat room to chat with other fantastic gooners all around the world. I really, really appreciate you joining me. If you wouldn't mind writing a comment in the comment box under YouTube as well, let me know if you enjoyed the show. Um Jordan was fantastic. We're definitely going to have him back on. Great show, man. To take care. Oh, thank you, Matt. Really, really appreciate everything. All of your questions. Have a wonderful weekend. And just one more last thing: Who's your favorite person in the East stand-up to have a selfie with? That would be you, Steph. Mustn't say my other half. That'll be you. He's not watching. Um, Good night, everyone. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. And remember, remember. Always Arsenal. Sports Social Podcast Network.